When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Have you ever noticed that the strawberries you find year-round in the grocery store are very different from what you find at Wisconsin Strawberry Patches in June? Well, it's because they're different varieties and they're from different areas of the United States. The berries that have a longer growing season are called day-neutral strawberries. And UW-Madison's fruit team is researching how Wisconsin can leverage those varieties. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Amaya Atucha is an associate professor at UW-Madison and with the Division of Extension's fruit team. At the West Madison Agricultural Research Station, she has these beautiful strawberry plots with berries that they can harvest until October. That's quite different from the June-bearing crop we're used to. She tells me how the Upper Midwest can grow these day-neutral berries and where the opportunity is for Wisconsin growers. Yeah, this is a trial that we have that is funded by uh, USDA and NIFA, the Organic Transition Programs. And what we're exploring here is how can we encourage more organic production of fruit in the state. So we decided to work with strawberries because there's two ways of growing strawberries. We can grow our traditional strawberries, and a lot of the consumers here in Wisconsin are uh, familiar with going to the strawberry patches and picking up fruit at the end of June. And so those are called the June bearing and so they only uh, will produce fruit in a very specific time of the year so it's maybe two weeks at the end of June maybe the beginning of July and that's it that's the only time but what we're growing here are called day neutral strawberries there's a different type of strawberries that produce flowers and fruit during the entire growing season and so we start producing fruit at some point at the end of July, and we continue all the way until we get our first frost. So last year, we were still harvesting berries, organic strawberries here in Madison, the first week of October. So that is, uh, allows us to have a more extended growing season. But then also the difference with the June bearing is that day-neutral strawberries are almost like an annual crop. So you plant it in the spring, it grows the entire season, and then at the end of the season, those plants will die after the first frost, and then you remove those plants from the field, and then you start all over again the following spring, which is not the case with June berries that are perennial plants, and they can last somewhere between three to four years. So they overwinter. And so what is the advantage of growing them organically for day-neutral strawberries is that you're able to remove those plants from the field at the end of the growing season. It allows you to sanitize the field. It allows you to change maybe for, to another field or another block in your field. And that reduces the pressure of diseases and insect pests. So it's easier to manage them organically. Now you surveyed growers to see the interest in day-neutral berries and you had found that there are quite a few young organic farmers that want to do this. Yeah, before we, we started with this project, we did some pretty interesting service, uh, surveys here in uh, Wisconsin and also in Minnesota. And we were looking at two things. Is there demand in farmers markets for fruit? The, qu- the answer was overwhelmingly yes. There's never enough fruit on those farmers markets. Uh, they're locally grown. And then when we asked specifically for the, the how much uh, organic strawberries they were being produced, they said there was basically nothing. 
there was there were being no organic strawberries being produced and so we knew that there was a high demand for them uh, and that nobody were offering them and then the other thing uh, that we thought about is talk with some of the vegetable organic growers and think about well maybe because they neutral strawberries are very similar to growing let's say something like tomatoes in terms of like they're an annual crop this could be something that they could incorporate in their rotations and offer these produce at local farmers market we also know from our collaborators in minnesota so this is a this is a project that we're doing here in wisconsin and also in minnesota with our colleagues at the university of minnesota that there's a really really high premium price for organic strawberries and also think about getting organic strawberries locally grown in september or october that is unheard of so there's just really a premium price which makes it very attractive to incorporate this this crop into a rotation when you told me the price my jaw dropped why don't you tell us the the penny that people have been getting at farmers markets in places like minneapolis well it's it's very depending on and and it's not like this would be uh, you know across the board that everybody would get this but we've heard of prices for organic day neutral strawberries of up to nine dollars a pound in uh, farmers markets in minneapolis so even if you were to get you know half of that that still would be considerably more than you would ever get for June bearing uh, and I think that part of it is the availability of fruit off season that is not during that period in, in at the end of June but it's also the fact that they are organic. And it doesn't sound like the day neutral strawberry is going to take away the market from our traditional Juneberry growers? Absolutely not. I think that there's, uh, as I said, the, the, the demand for local fruit is not met. So even with our traditional, conventional uh, Juneberrying growers, uh, a lot of the farms that we have here in Wisconsin, a lot of uh, pick your own, I mean, even with that, there's still so much more room to keep growing because the demand is so high. And again, some of our survey results shows that we're only meeting about, you know, something like 30 to 40 percent of the demand for fruit. Is the day neutral strawberry just as good as the the June strawberry that we're familiar with? They are delicious and there's a lot of variation with different cultivars. I mean in our trial we're just looking for one of them but there's different cultivars that you can grow and they're as delicious as uh, the June berry. These test plots are looking at um, how to grow them organically. What are the best management practices and growing methods? Can you tell me about some of the notes that you're taking? What are you watching for out of these berries so that you can give growers the best information? Yeah, we have a fantastic team of researchers working in this project. So myself as a horticulturist, but then we also have Dr. Christelle Godot, who is an entomologist, and Dr. Leslie Holland, which is a plant pathologist. So we are also looking at insects. Pests. We're also looking at diseases, and our team, uh, our colleagues uh, in Minnesota, they also have uh, an entomologist, but we also have an economist in the team, uh, Gigi Di Giacomo, who is working on, you know, doing the economics of growing organic day neutral strawberries. So, what are the costs in terms of labor? What are the kind of returns that we have? So, we're hoping that by the end of the two-year study, we will be able to have some good information in terms of budget of what it costs to grow them, but also what is the potential that you could uh, growers could get in terms of revenue for growing that so we're looking at a a system approach we are not looking only at yield and fruit quality but again how to control insects organically how to control diseases which is which is basically a a big constraint of growing organically And, and I think I've said this before that's the reason why we don't grow a lot of organic fruit 
here in Wisconsin is because fruit is perennial. So we have, let's say, we think about an apple tree or we have, a, think about, you know, grapes. There are many, many years growing, established in the same place. So it's very difficult to try to control diseases versus when we're trying to grow things that are annual, that you can remove that material out of the field, clean up the field. So bringing day neutral strawberries and trying to uh, cultivate it as an annual crop might be a really good alternative to, to grow organically. I know this is an ongoing study and not all the data is probably put together yet, but are there any highlights that you've taken away thus far? Some of the things I was saying is that we are able to produce really high yields out of these plants. We are also testing different types of mulches. Uh, So these are plastic mulches, but also paper biodegradable mulches that cover the soil and help control weeds. So we see some difference with those as well. You know, we learn a lot about nutrition and how to provide them uh, nutrients to grow. Uh, The thing that we were, I think we were most surprised is that we are able to really extend the growing season. So as I say, we start picking fruit uh, by the end of July and we continue picking fruit until October. And if the if the fall is warm and we don't have a frost, you can just keep going. And that was that was pretty crazy last year when we were still harvesting. So so that is something very attractive to be able to have local strawberries at that time. And so that that's something that we didn't expect. Ahead of the interview, Amaya Atucha was telling me that these day neutral strawberries require about six to eight hours of sunlight every day, and they're typically grown in California or Florida. But she says places like Wisconsin can handle those light requirements. During that time of the year, we still get pretty warm conditions during the middle of the day. And if the days are sunny, uh, and even when the temperatures are not really high, so even when the temperatures might be in the 60s, 65, and we have sunny days, uh, those plants are still producing a lot of photosynthesis. And that means a lot of sugars that go into growing that fruit. So it's actually a pretty good conditions. Strawberry plants are very sensitive to heat stress. So during that time of the year, even though the yield is not as much as when we are now at the end of August where the temperatures are higher, you still can get a substantial yield because the conditions for growing those plants are still there. If folks are interested in day-neutral strawberries and they want to keep up with this project and what the fruit team is working on, where can they find you? Yes, we put a lot of information on our website. So that is fruit.wisc.edu. And we also have a YouTube channel. We've done a lot of webinars. If you're interested in that, you can go to uh, Wisconsin Fruit YouTube channel and you'll find a lot of the information that we put there. Through our website, we have a newsletter, the Wisconsin Fruit News. You can sign up there and we're constantly updating, putting some of the results of this project and many other projects on fruit production in the state that you can find there. Amaya Tucha along with us, an associate professor at UW-Madison and one of the fruit specialists with the Division of Extension. One of the research plots they're working on at West Madison Agricultural Research Station is with organic day-neutral strawberries. These are berries that you find year-round in the grocery store, traditionally from California. But research is telling us that the upper Midwest is another area where these berries can thrive and also bring value to fruit and vegetable growers. I can tell you that they tasted nicely and you can enjoy them in jam, pies, or fresh, just like with the traditional June-bearing strawberries. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.